1: Hello everyone, welcome, it is FPC Radio Live, it is Friday, February the 16th, right, no 17th, oh my god, February the 17th, 2023, I really gotta check these dates before I start saying things and throwing people off, like I, John, I envision, um, you know, someone waking up listening to the show, thinking it was the 17th, hearing me say it was the 16th, and completely ruining their, their day, so, um. Or maybe that's just me, my, my inflated ego thinking we have that type of impact on people. Either way, I got to get the date right. Uh, but what it is, just so, so, fr- you know, yeah. so
0: you know, just so you know, yeah, Michael Jordan's birthday and Jim Brown's birthday—the second greatest basketball player ever, wow—and the greatest running back ever share the same birthday. Now, the greatest basketball player ever, one LeBron James, and the second greatest golfer ever, Tiger Woods—they share the same birthday, December 30 Different years, obviously, but uh, Yeah. That's a pretty good poll question. Better birthday, February seventeenth or December thirtieth?
1: You know what? Since you came with 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 both of those uh, fun facts, um, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna ignore that. You, you know, it just slipped your LeBron agenda into that uh, nice mm. little fun thing there, and just uh, let it let it slide. I'll let it slide today, John. I'll let it slide okay. today. It didn't uh, take me
0: long, right? No, like no, no. Seconds I mean, into the show.
1: yeah. I mean, actually, you, you even ruined my intro because uh, you needed needed to mention LeBron. No, I'm, you did not ruin anything. You just. Uh, <laughs> Like you said, look, I I don't, I don't, uh, and I'll I'll never sit here and pretend like I know everything about basketball. So I I tend to defer um, to you when it comes to some of those uh, discussions. And um, the the goat discussion in basketball is not something I feel as obviously as passionate about uh, (laughs) as the the greatest quarterback uh, discussion that's going on right now, or or has been for a while or, or really shouldn't be going on, but is going on. But, um, anyways, <laughs> I don't want to get off track here. Let's stick with the NBA for a little bit because, uh, we're not going to talk about LeBron. Not necessarily. Not right now. Maybe they win a few games and start, you know, maybe they climb out of the 13th seed right now. I think they're 13th <laughs> or 12th. Then we could start talking about them a little bit more. Um, kind of some potentially big news coming out of the East heading into, uh, the all-star break. And, uh, that is, of course, Joe Missoula being named the official head coach of the Boston Celtics. No, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. Uh, obviously, Giannis getting banged up, uh, injuring his wrist. And as far as I know, John, and again, correct me if you've seen anything else, there really hasn't been much of an update to it. But this is this is concerning for a Milwaukee team that looks like they're kind of, you know, neck and neck with the Celtics. It's really being the, the premier... Um, team in the east right now the premier team so uh how concerned would you be if you're milwaukee right now
0: well it's a type of injury that it can linger if not treated and rested and rehabbed at some point you know it's not a knee it's not an ankle so you know you can get this thing cleared up um you know we know jason tatum was dealing with a wrist in the finals last year he injured that i believe in the second round of the Mm playoffs against milwaukee so that type of thing lingers um, with Giannis, he almost seems to have superpowers. Remember in the finals or in the Eastern Conference finals two years ago, he looked like he blew out his knee. Like, I'm like, this guy's not playing the rest of the season. And he still came back and was the finals MVP and was, you know, unstoppable against Phoenix. He does seem to have those superpowers. But I think it's the kind of thing where you just rest, make sure that it, it gets close to 100%. You give him a little rest, too. Which, you know, sometimes these injuries work out better for the teams than you anticipate. Last year with Golden State, Steph Curry missed five or six weeks late in the season. Draymond missed five or six weeks somewhere in the middle of the season. Clay Thompson didn't appear until after Christmas. And those three veteran players seem to have a lot left in the tank at the finals Mm -hmm. because their regular seasons weren't as long as, say, Jason Tatum, who was among the league leader in minutes. So, you know, load management by accident sometimes, you know, can – benefit a team. So, yeah, you've got to be concerned here because Milwaukee has no chance without Giannis. I mean, he's the best player in the league, in my opinion. Um, you know, but he's got Chris Middleton coming back. Uh, Drew Holiday is also an All-Star. So, they're certainly going to be heard from as long as they're healthy going into the postseason. But you would be concerned with this. And again, it comes right before the All-Star break, the All-Star game where, you know, the two captains are Giannis and LeBron. So, Team Giannis may not even have Giannis on it.
1: Yeah, which uh, a- again, I mean, th- there's... <laughs> It's funny how like I we we can get into discussion maybe another day about uh, during like maybe the middle of the summer when we have nothing else to talk about but but all star <laughs> games um, and kind of really how pointless and just I mean look I don't the the NBA all star game to me has not been entertaining for a very long time. Um, the lack of defense and just kind of just the casualness of it, and and look, I don't, I don't, I don't blame them because of again, it's an exhibition and all that stuff. It, it just, again, it's like it's like the Pro Bowl in the NFL. I just, I just don't want to watch it, and and, and on top of that, it's like the slam dunk competition. I, you know, it's played out. It really is. You know, like, how many different dunks are we going to see? Like, I I think they jumped the shark with, uh, and I said this before, and I will say it to, you know, I'll, I'll go to my grave believing this, the uh, the Dwight Howard non-dunk. After they celebrated that as a 10, I was like, that's it. <laughs> the NBA, it, it wasn't even a dunk. It wasn't even a dunk, okay? <laughs> Folks, get over it. Uh, as soon as they uh, started celebrating that, I was like, all right, that's it. It's over. No more fun with the, the, the dunk. I mean, look, I mean, how many different dunks can you get you know unless you know players start getting like uh robotic calves to make them jump higher i don't i don't know like it's really there's only so many things you can do um so you know to me it's like all right all-star game big whoop who cares (laughs) you know what i mean i
0: still i still enjoy it i mean the dunk contest to me is something i won't watch because most of the participants in the dunk contest i don't even know who they are yeah like they're dragging in people from the g league i mean when I was much younger, uh, although not that long ago, uh, you know, Michael Jordan, Dominique Wilkins, Dr. J. You know, when when Spud Webb won the dunk contest, it was incredible. That uh, was in 1986. So, you know, you had superstars in the dunk contest. You no longer have that. The three-point contest is fun because it's such a high-skilled competition, and you do have major stars in that. I mean, Jason Tatum is going to participate in it. Damian Lillard, Buddy Heels probably going to win it, or at least right now he's the favorite. So there's a bunch of really good three-point shooters. You know, we remember Steph Curry's won it. Larry Bird won it back in the day. So that, to me, is still pretty good. I would play replace the dunk contest with a horse competition, right? And the only thing is you'd have to outlaw dunks because, you know, you, you can't have, you know, um, Zion Williamson, although he <laughs> wouldn't show up because he's always hurt. But you, you, you would have Steph Curry isn't going to be, you know, as accomplice as a dunker as say Kevin Durant, who's a foot taller or whatever. Oh. So about a horse competition, I think would be pretty interesting.
1: No, no love for around the world. <laughs> you ever play that game around
0: the world's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Remember or, that? Wow.
1: That's an old reference. And I'm yeah. surprised you even remember that. I, I, look, I'm, I'm look, I'm not young. <laughs> I'm not quite old. I'm, I'm kind of just, I exist, you know, I'm at that age where I just kind of <laughs> exist. There, there's nothing, you know what I mean? Like I, you know, I, <laughs> some people think I'm old. Some people think I'm young. It is what it is. It's it's whatever. Um, are you now like a 15-year-old boy? Because I've often said, like, 15-year-old boys are,
0: like, the most useless things around because they can't yeah. really work. They can't drive. They're not cute anymore. Like... Yeah. Like girls at least, you know, they're lovable and cute and you know, adorable and but but like a fifteen year old boy is like just what exactly is they covered do covered this? in
1: acne, smells like right, yeah, body they, odor. Voices, like,
0: like, yeah. They sound like Peter Brady. I mean it's almost like Look, what good are they? You
1: know <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I don't I don't think I'm that useless. Um no. I, I just think uh <laughs> like I said, I'm just I'm at a I'm at a weird age right now. Let's just put it that way, where it's like, you know, it just I I, uh I, I don't know I don't know it, it's some, I if I have to ask people some people say oh you look 27 I'm like sure I'll go with it Why oh my no yeah
0: you definitely'm like I'm like, I'm like 10, I'll run with it I'm like you are.
1: I'm, i' I'm yeah. cool with that 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 uh that sparkles with me I guess but um who were you we even talking about I don't even know
0: around the world around Around the world world. right you want to
1: have that yep well i was gonna say that or uh what 21 you know where it's like you you have the two basketballs you line up at the free throw line and all that stuff uh and have some fun although that'd be terrible for Giannis because it's about you know hitting (laughs) free throws and doing it quickly um two things that Giannis just doesn't do so no he wouldn't he wouldn't be that good at this game uh but either way like honestly the best thing about these all-star games in any league is really the skills competition and, and really it's only basketball and hockey where it's they're somewhat entertaining baseball again the home run derby i just it's it's i don't know maybe i'm just sounding like an old man yelling or some aged man yelling at a cloud right now just saying hey i like the old uh, uh, home run derby style better than i do now because now mm-hmm. i just you know what i mean like i don't yeah barely understand it you know mm-hmm. what i mean like i don't I just that's it's not too entertaining to me. Uh, but like I said, the hockey and the basketball like skills competitions, at least in those, it's competitive and it's an actual competition. And and that's that's my biggest issue with all these game. Like obviously hockey is the la- same thing as basketball. No defense, just kind of like men's league out there. And like no one wants to see that. It's like all right, we get it. You know, this is entertaining for, like, five seconds. Remember back in the day when Fox had the game with, the, like, the robots and then the laser puck? Oh, yeah. Oh. oh, that was awful. I remember very specifically, I had a migraine. I, I'm, I'm, And I I can't guarantee it, but I'm almost certain it was caused by this game and, and that laser puck uh, <laughs> during an All-Star game one time when I was at my friend's house. It was awful. Uh, but, anyways, back to basketball. I, we, we got off on a... a all-star game tangent here, but uh, I, look, it, it, you're right. If if Giannis is down for any sort of extended period of time, uh, that's going to be an issue, obviously, for the Bucs. Um, I do want to ask you about a potential addition to potentially an east Eastern Conference team, and that's Kevin Love, and I want to get your thoughts on it because I believe the latest I saw, or at least the most recent thing I saw, was that Miami seems to be the most interested in love and and for whatever reason I can't explain it that makes sense that makes that, that that's a Pat Riley move right
0: yeah cuz I think love can still play oh, in absolutely, limited minutes in a limited role right so Cleveland is going to buy him out so Miami's always in on everyone right it always seems like uh, they're very active they don't always seal the deal but you know they may be in on Russell Westbrook Uh, They were supposedly in on Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving and nothing happened. So Miami could be a place for the two L.A. teams. I mean, Love is from Southern California, played at UCLA, has a great relationship with LeBron James. They won a championship in Cleveland back in 2016. You know, they they need all the help they can get. And I think Kevin Love would would give them some firepower off the bench. So maybe the Lakers are also uh, a potential landing spot for Kevin Love. But, yeah, Miami's always – involved in that i don't think the celtics really need to look there they, they're deep enough already um it may be milwaukee if there's any issue with Giannis at, at some point that he needs a couple of weeks off maybe love can end up in milwaukee and help out but yeah those, those would probably be the three teams that you'd look at miami and both la teams
1: yeah and and, and look i mean if you're going to choose obviously the, uh, the idea of going and playing with lebron is nice but you know obviously there's no guarantee that they're even gonna make the playoffs at this point um so you have to weigh that as an option as well it's like what's what's important to kevin love you know what i mean does he want to go home and play and play with lebron and potentially get to the playoffs i'm not saying it's completely out of the question um or do you go to a team like miami who you know they're they're not the best team in the conference but you got to figure if if there's going to be one of those assuming Giannis is healthy one of those teams that are going to challenge either the celtics or the Bucks, Miami seems like one of those teams that could do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, so uh, going to Miami could be not certainly not a championship guarantee, but certainly puts you in the mix to head uh, to the finals or at least compete for a chance to go there. So um, it'll be interesting to see what he uh, what where he ultimately ultimately lands. So um, I don't have the exact numbers, but I'm assuming what it's been about a week and a half two weeks or so since the Kyrie Irving trade uh we talked about it after it happened before we well actually I think immediately after the first game because he kind of played right away um what are your thoughts so far from what we see
0: well I think again it's going to take some time because both guys are ball dominant so now they're going to have to figure that out they play in the backcourt together I mean this isn't the, the best duos that you see in basketball you know have a little bit of difference in their game you know like you got although the Lakers are god-awful this year, like at their best, LeBron and Anthony Davis is a great duo because you've got the facilitator who can also obviously score, and LeBron, and then you got the big man and Anthony Davis. I like Tatum and Brown. Uh, Their games have enough differences in them that they can work really well together and they're continuing to grow. I I think with these two guys, with Luka and Kyrie Irving, they're so ball dominant that they're going to have to figure that out. And I think at times, Towards the end of the game the other night, it's almost like they were playing hot potato with the basketball because it's almost like neither one wanted to take over. You know, maybe they're trying to be a little bit too accommodating to their new teammates. And I think that they'll have to figure that out because there are times at the end of a game where one guy has to pretty much say, OK, now it's my turn. I can go ahead and do that. Now, if he gets shut down, double team, he can make the pass to the other player or one of the other three guys on the court. So it's going to take a little bit of time. Um, you know, because, again, both guys need the ball in their hands. I, I think that Kyrie can really work off the ball a little better than Luka because I think Kyrie is a slightly better shooter than Luka. And I think he can be more of a catch-and-shoot guy than Luka. Luka can do that as well, but he, he is such a creative offensive force that I think the ball's going to be in his hand more than it would be in Kyrie. And they'll figure it out at some point. And they're kind of like a middling team right now. And if they put together a decent streak down the final six, seven weeks of the season, they can move in as a four or five seed and set themselves up for maybe some sort of playoff run.
1: Either way. I mean, like, look, if you're the number one or two seed and you have to play Dallas in the first round, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's not ideal. I mean, it, it, you shouldn't like sit there and doubt everything that you've done that season, but it's right. certainly not going to be, you know, something ideal. It's, it's one of those classes. Oh, that's a team you don't want to play. And it's like, yeah, because they've, Talent wise, gotten drastically better. Um, they may, but kind of to your point, they may just not have enough time to one get everything working efficiently and two, make up that ground to, to get into mm-hmm. a seed that's more uh appropriate for, for, for their skill and talent and all that. So, um, yeah, I look, I. We, we both said it could it, it's either gonna be like a home run or a complete swing and miss and uh, you know, for Dallas's sake and at least Maverick fans they're kind of hoping for that uh, that home run because all you really need is like you said, six more weeks in the regular season and you go for a nice playoff run and there you go,' you're, you're gonna be pretty happy. So um you know what today is, John? Michael Jordan and Jim Brown's birthday. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, you have already brought that up. You're a, you know, I brought that up. I mean, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I'm so old I forgot I brought that well, up Well, well
1: I, I I was I was trying to prevent you from uh, somehow shifting it to a to a LeBron comment. That's what I was trying to trying to interrupt there. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I know okay. I know I know what was coming. I something 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 You're was at a whole
0: different level than I am and I'm impressed.
1: Well, I I'm, I'm sleep deprived, that's what it is. So, um it's probably on a psychotic level is that I'm, I'm working. So, uh, no, no, today, today, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, four days. Means Aaron Rodgers has emerged from his blackout or he's preparing to do so today. Um, what do you think the groundhog is going to see? Is he going to see a shadow? Is there going to be two more years in Green Bay or six more weeks of winter? I don't know, whatever the hell that is. <laughs> I should watch that movie more often. I'll learn more about Groundhog Please Day. Please don't.
0: It's, it's an overrated movie. It's oh, okay. it's not movie. come
1: on, man. All right, all right. Uh, you know what? That's a discussion. We Overrated? Really? Really? It's okay. No, it's a, it's a good, solid movie. It is. I enjoyed it. Okay. But it's, I mean, right. it's Well, I mean, it,
0: it, it's fortunate that it has such a point of view that every Groundhog Day, we talk about the movie Groundhog Day. It's kind of actually... That's brilliant yeah you know, it's like, i mean that, that is, i mean do we is on is july 4th talk about independence day being a great movie I <laughs> you, know, mean,
1: you know you know you know you're kinda, you know kind of the case you're making is the same case they make against turkey kind of it's almost like you're saying exactly. we're conditioned to like it because every year all right yeah. all right well you know what i'm not going to completely shoot it down i do enjoy the movie but i can i can, I can understand that that type of uh thought process you know because uh, obviously i i Thank believe you. that's what's happened with turkey but you know like i said we'll 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 approach that subject another day. Um, the ground dog, in this case, Aaron Rodgers. Um, what do you think he, he's going to want to do? And and is it, like I said, I think retirement is probably very low on, on the list, especially now that Tom Brady's retired. You don't really want to share that Hall of Fame stage with him at this point. Um, but before, even before that, and really, not, I don't, Really think he would care one way or the other, but I I just think he's he's coming back. Um, The question is whether or not he's going to be coming back to Green Bay or going to Las Vegas, New York. What's going to happen, John? What did Aaron Rodgers see in his shadow when he emerged? He may come out. He may come out and say, "I got to go back in for another four days," you know, and and just say, "Uh, (laughs) I accidentally hung up on you. That was my bad." Well, you didn't like my answer. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know I, what? I what? I don't the- I don't want that. Sorry, repeat yourself. Where what's gonna happen with Rogers when he when he uh, emerges?
0: I think he comes out after spending four days in total darkness and decides to go back in for another four days because, you know, he likes to drag these things on, right? He's a drama king. So maybe he'll go in for another four days and we'll be held hostage till next week when he'll announce what he's going to do. I think he's definitely playing. I don't think he's going to retire because your point is well taken, Ian. I don't think he wants to retire the same year as Tom Brady, and they'll have to share the Hall of Fame stage in five years, and it's going to be a day of Tom Brady no matter who retires this year. I mean, J.J. Watt could be in that class too. So um, I think he's going to play at least one, maybe two more years. I still think he's going to end up with the Raiders because the Raiders, you know, with that beautiful new stadium and, trying to be relevant in the AFC West. They need to make a big splash move, and I think they will. And again, they've got Devontae Adams, one of his close friends who we did so many great things with in Green Bay for nearly a decade. So I think that's where he's going to end up. But now you keep hearing these conflicting reports of what it would take to get Aaron Rodgers from Green Bay. I don't think the Packers are going to get what Houston got from Cleveland for Deshaun Watson or even what Seattle got for Russell Wilson only because of his age. I mean, he's going to be 40 next December, yeah. and I still think he could play at a high level. Um, you know, is it going to be one first-round pick and maybe a later-round pick? Could it be a second and a fourth? I don't know. Um, I think Green Bay's ready to move on. I think they're more confident now in Jordan Love than they've ever been. And again, it's easier to sell this to your fan base that, yeah, we traded Aaron Rodgers. We went eight and nine yeah. with him, so let's give Jordan Love a chance. And I, I'm sure many of the Packers fans are done with Rodgers and fed up with him, and he's Right player, yeah, I was just—I was just going yeah, to say they're—they're probably yeah
1: they're probably where it's like we appreciate what you've done and we, we've enjoyed the last you know thirteen years or so, but you, we're just let's let's just rip this Band-Aid off and, and move mm-hmm. on at this point.
0: Yeah, I think that that's where they're at, and I hope he moves because I think it would be kind of a interesting story, right? I mean, anytime a quarterback of that magnitude moves, it, it's certainly interesting. We start with Brady winning the Super Bowl. In his first year in Tampa, Safford not quite at that level, but he did win a Super Bowl first year with the Rams. But you look at Russell Wilson, it was an abject disaster in Denver. So, you know, the results can be quite glaring. Look,
1: look, I think you go to Las Vegas and you can succeed. I mean, primarily again, because of Devontae Adams. Uh And, And and this is something, you know, I was hammering, hammering before the season even started. Where do you make up that ground with Devontae Adams and, and the, his production over the last couple of years, both, you know, MVP seasons for for Aaron Rodgers? Now, again, we can get into the specifics of whether or not I believe the last year, last MVP was legitimate. But regardless, he two-time MVP and whether or not he was the MV, MVP, he still had a great season. And and a lot of that had to do with his connection with Devontae Adams. So all of a sudden, you go to a team in Las Vegas who, look, they're, they're not like on the cusp of a Super Bowl. But you had Aaron Rodgers, and look, I, I think he struggled last year. I think a lot of it, I don't think it was some rapid decline. Again, so, so many people are so quick to jump to physical deterioration with older quarterbacks um, whenever, you know, there's a bad season or, or mediocre season. Um, look, I, I think the situation wasn't ideal. Maybe he wasn't, you know, completely... I don't want to say he wasn't all in, but you know what I mean. Maybe it just kind of right. like last year with Brady. It just, it just a lot of things went wrong, and it wasn't necessarily his physical ability declining. It was just, you know what, they had a bit of a down season. So I do believe that Aaron Rodgers still has some left in his t- in his tank. You and you put him with, um, you put you put him with uh, 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 Devontae Adams again. I, I like I would like him with Josh McDaniels. Um, yeah, so I, I look, I like that landing spot, and I think you compete with Kansas City in that division because you know, look, let's face it. I look, the, the Raiders don't have a great defense, but you know, Kansas City's, I mean, it's good, but I've said it so many times, there there aren't many great defenses in this league. So a mediocre to to okay defense is good enough to win in this league. So I, you know, to me, I I don't see that. There's not a big gap between the Raiders. Um, and the Chiefs in that sense, or the Chiefs and whoever. Uh, So Aaron Rodgers, yeah, you're a lot better team with Aaron Rodgers if you're the Raiders. Now, is that Super Bowl contending team in the AFC? I don't know. We'll see.
0: They would probably be in the second tier. I mean, I still think we all believe that Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo are the three best teams, right? And then after that, there's about five or six teams that could kind of go back and forth underneath those three teams. And if Rodgers is with the Raiders, they're one of them. The Chargers, maybe the Ravens, although they've got to straighten out their quarterback situation. You know, you go from there. Maybe the Dolphins or whatever. There's a bunch of teams that are pretty good in the AFC. So, yeah, I would like to see him go there, reunite with Devontae Adams. you got Darren Waller, who's a really good tight end. Hunter Renfro's a slot receiver, which he doesn't really use a lot. Like, Randall Cobb, kind of a slot receiver, but he's also, like, 106 years old. So I think that, you know, he, maybe he, you know, starts to use that slot receiver more, um, you know, you have He's, a good offensive mind and Josh McDaniel's. I was going to say, so, like, yeah, think, 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 about,
1: think about <clears throat> McDaniel's influence. Like, I, I think we, you know, uh, LaFleur, I mean, we get, like, he has offensive background, other coaches are, have offensive backgrounds, but Josh McDaniel specifically worked with Tom Brady, an older mm-hmm. quarterback, Um later in his career obviously um i'm not going to say obviously i i think brady's a better quarterback but Agreed. like like i like that's the thing though it's like josh mcdaniel's can sit there and be like look we know what can work you know what i mean like uh-huh. aaron rodgers you know you you're not going to be the guy necessarily running out to your left to huck the ball down the field as much as he did 10 years ago you know what i mean you want to uh-huh. you want to keep the game in front of you and I think that's what uh, McDaniel's can do for uh, Aaron Rodgers assuming again he goes to Las Vegas we could be talking about this he could be a Tennessee Titan for all we know and that would just that's the one place I just don't want to see him go no I me mean, I just cuz it's just like all right oh. okay Randy Moss all right Julio Jones <laughs> bye Aaron Rodgers you know it's just it's where, it's, yeah, where just... it's where old players go to just disappear completely off the face of the earth Maybe it's the uniform, too. I hate their uniform. And I I know he's actually building a home in
0: Nashville. Although these guys have so much money, they can build a home wherever they want. Um, The Jets would also be an interesting option. I'd love to see him in New York with the New York media. I think that that would be funny. I mean, he's a huge star. So, I mean, the NFL is a little different than, say, baseball, where, you know, the media deals with the players every day and you know if you play for the Mets or the Yankees or the Dodgers or the Red Sox or the Giants you know you've got an incredible amount of coverage whereas if you play for the Brewers it's a little bit different the NFL is a a national sport Green Bay is a huge brand so he's he's been covered probably as much if not more than any player in the league right I mean it's every third story in the NFL is one about Brady one about Rodgers and one about Mahomes like that's all we hear about so I, I I think sometimes that might be overlooked um with a star of that magnitude, but the Jets would be interesting. And again, they've got um, Nathaniel Hackett as the offensive coordinator, who was his offensive coordinator in Green Bay for three years—not his play caller, but his offensive coordinator. They've got a really good defense. I mean, too bad you could take the Jets defense and the Raiders' offense; that'd be a hell of a team. Uh, it doesn't work that way, but yeah, I think he's—I think he's going to be on the move. I really do. And, I, and as an Aaron Rodgers guy, I want to see it. I think it'd be kind of exciting to see, with a lot of question marks and. You know, it could be uh, a disaster, or it could be you know, an incredible success.
1: Yeah, and and look, I'm I'm right there with you. I wanna, I, I kind of just want to see him elsewhere and see what, you know, kind of what he can do and 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 all that. So um that should, I I would imagine, I would imagine this isn't going to linger. I obviously, I think I think Green Bay is going to be for many reasons. Obviously, the, the Brett Favre situation 15 years ago. uh I'm sure it's very fresh in their memory. They don't want to deal with this long, prolonged situation. I think they already kind of, you know how Brady referenced last year. He's like, I gave my long goodbye, emotional goodbye mm-hmm. last year. Well, I, I think that Rodgers and the Packers did their long, emotional back and forth last year, whether mm-hmm. or not he was going to come back, you know, does he want to be traded? Is he going to retire? Um, I think this is going to get wrapped up fairly quickly. I, you know, Potentially, as we open the new league year in a couple of weeks, I, I I can't foresee this being a lingering thing. We're going to learn one way or the other. Is it going to be Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay or elsewhere? And I, I think very quickly, um, if he is made available, these these trades will get ha- will will happen. So. Um. Then so we have ha- to see what happens with Derek Carr first, because he
0: right now he, he could sign today with somebody.
1: Yeah, but uh, wouldn't you if if your te- if your team wouldn't you want to wait and see what what's going on with Aaron Rodgers first? Well, he's the better quarterback. Well, well that's what right. I'm so, saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you're not going to jump the gun and sign Derek Carr if you think Aaron Rodgers could be available right. for a, for a reasonable rate, because Derek, it's not like Derek Carr is a bad. I mean. I don't. I whoever signs uh, uh, either player, I think, is only getting them for a year or two. I mean, you're not signing cool. Derek Carr to start for five seasons. So, uh, I, I mean, I, I mean, I hope you're not because if you no, are, no. then you, then you have a lot of problems. <laughs> um, but you know, the, then you're a baseball team. Yeah, That's yeah, what
0: baseball teams do. pretty much. for eleven years when they're thirty-one years old.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Well. So yeah, to me, I just I don't I don't know. Like I I think. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to dictate the market um, to some extent, maybe Jimmy G because like Aaron Rodgers, I think is the best overall a- option. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the best free agent option. Um, mm-hmm. And, and again, those, those two will uh, in a way. So you dig- would say
0: Jimmy G over Derek Carr.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: But I mean, I agree with you on that, except for the durability factor. Right? Like Derek <laughs> Carr is, pretty durable and jimmy g not so that's well, my only concern and and and
1: that's but that's a, that's the issue we're, we're talking about two pretty good quarterbacks yeah you know so again I, I i would take jimmy g because i i look we can't explain it but jimmy garoppolo knows, at least knows how to win football games Derek carr mm-hmm. doesn't i mean let's let's be let's be honest uh 10 years in the league twice he's been above 500 twice and more right. often than not it's it's I think is he's 15 games 16 games uh under 500 for his career so um that I we, we've seen enough out of Derek Carr to know what he is and I, I don't I just don't think I said it uh, the other day when we were talking about potential landing spots for him I think he's a guy that you need to put a lot around him and I think he can succeed it's just you're not going to get you're not going to get uh markedly better with you know Some teams, like, if you're replacing Zach Wilson with Derek Carr, yeah, okay, you're better at the quarterback position, but how much better are you as a team? You could replace Zach Wilson with Kenny G, and you might be better. Yeah, that's true. That's... That's very true. Um, the hair would be very distracting. Uh, I'll be well, honest.
0: Well, Rogers does have some long hair
1: too, so maybe he's going to come into camp looking like Teddy G. I mean, last yeah, year he was yeah, like Nick Cage and Con Air. Well, I was going to say he's he's inching closer and closer to the Crip Keeper look, though, because that that that, that <laughs> hair that hair isn't uh, uh, as full, especially when it gets no. a little wet. Uh, <laughs> no. No, as anyone, he, who, as anyone who's aging uh, knows very well, you know, you get your hair wet, it, it tends to show off some of your uh, thin patches. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I think, very quickly doesn't have that long flowing hair. You know, not, this isn't Tom Brady 20, 2010 hair, okay? Um, oh, well, Brady can probably hook him up with a guy that can yeah, of that Yeah, he's got a guy, he's got a guy. So he's just, got a guy. Just, just uh, stretch your head or something like that, do something like that. Um, <laughs> rub some avocado yeah rub some yeah. avocado freshly uh uh squeezed avocado all over your head and they are called get that cream from china like george got so um <laughs> but uh anyways so uh we will uh we're gonna wrap it up here today uh we will be back uh next thursday we're gonna have a few days off here so go uh Go take some time off, listen to these episodes over and over again until you get to hear from us again next Thursday. But um, yeah, give us a follow on Twitter at FPC Radio Live. Of course, you can head over to fullpresscoverage.com and give us a follow wherever you get your podcasts Apple, Spotify, wherever. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and we will talk to you soon.
0: With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.